Hey guys, we're here at the Heartland Institute's Climate Conference in Orlando. I'm with Dr. William Happer. He's a professor of physics emeritus at Princeton University. He also served as a time uh, to as advisor on climate issues to Donald Trump. Uh, Dr. Happer, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, the subject of uh, one of the things you're going to be addressing uh, at this event is carbon taxes. Um, let's start with your thoughts on that. Uh, does the world need carbon taxes? No, of course the world doesn't need a carbon tax. They're talking about a CO2 tax, and CO2 is actually good for the world, so people ought to be encouraged to make more of it. <laughs> so why, why do you think they're pushing this idea of a CO2 tax, then, if CO2 is good for the world? Well, it's a combination of uh, uh, people who've been misinformed badly, uh, People who need to feel virtuous, they don't believe in anything anymore, so now they've got something to believe in to save the planet. And then it's the opportunists who are making a good living out of frightening everybody and uh, sucking money out of the common man, you know, to push idiotic uh, energy solutions on them that make everyone poorer and, and provide less reliable energy, less affordable energy. So there's nothing good about it. It's the same evil fanaticism that's plagued mankind since uh, we began. And suppose the advocates of uh, climate change hysteria and carbon dioxide taxes, suppose they get their way, um, how would the world look different in five or 10 years than it does today? Well, I mean, it will be uh, like other totalitarian systems run amok. You know, I hope it won't be as bad as uh, Cambodia, but it could be. But it could easily be like the Soviet Union. You know, you could have 40 years of misery before the whole system finally collapses. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, let's hope that there are enough people of uh, common sense in the world uh, this is an especial uh, uh, task for the developed countries because that's where the problem is the worst. And uh, let's hope that they've got the good sense to throw out the rascals before they do too much damage. Yeah, you know, I think among older generations, especially in the United States, the, the climate narrative hasn't taken off as much, but they're really getting the children involved. You know, they're teaching them at school, it's in their entertainment. Um, how would you explain to a child who probably doesn't understand the science, but they've been told by their teacher that the climate crisis is going to hurt us all if we don't do these things through the UN and through the federal government? How would you explain to a child uh, that what they've been taught is, is incorrect? It's very hard to explain that. I took a uh, trip with my uh, wife and sister a few years ago across the former Soviet Union on the Trans-Siberian Railroad, and we talked to people who had uh, grown up as children under communism. And, uh, you know, they had never known anything else, and they were like so many children. The, the thing that's charming about children, they're so trusting and believing of adults, and so they bought it all. And now their eyes were finally opened and they realized that they had uh, wasted their lives, you know, paid enormous prices. Their moms and dads had been shot by the communists and yet they were still faithful little communists, you know. So it's human nature, you know, for children to respond uh, to fairy tales. And so they've been told these fairy tales and so we've ruined yet another generation of children. 
And and now speaking to, to the broader American public, everyday Americans who probably most of them don't have a science background, Republican policymakers, you know, they might have a degree in political science. What would your what would be your advice to them on climate issues, the climate debate? We hear more and more Republicans now talking about conservative solutions to the climate crisis. What would your advice be to just regular everyday Americans and Republican policymakers? Well, I think the first message is uh, be sure you understand there isn't any crisis. There is no thing that needs to be solved. Uh, people who are proposing this uh, solution, various solutions, they're, they're not solutions at all. It's simply a waste of money. It's a power grab. You know, it's grandstanding. It's virtue signaling, but and it's all negative. None of it helps uh, the average person. So be very wary of these people and vote them out of office if you possibly can. Yeah. And, and final thoughts out there, uh, whether on the science or the policy side or even just the ideological side with some of these, you mentioned, totalitarian ideas. Final thoughts uh, for the folks out there. Well, I think the final thought is, is use your common sense, you know, that you were born with. Uh, you don't let it be beaten out of you by uh, propaganda that you get in school and over the media. Uh, many people have an innate uh, understanding of what's uh, true and what's nonsense. And uh, listen to your instincts and do a little reading yourself. It's not hard to teach yourself. Very good. And Dr. Hepper, the best place to follow you and your work, do you have a website or a social media presence at all? Well, you can look at the uh, CO2 coalition.org or something like that. You can find it on Google. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Dr. Happer, thank you so much for spending yeah. some time with us and for all the work you do. Thank you. You remember when everyone bought all the toilet paper? And they wanted me to wear these things? And someone invested a lot of money into this stuff. There's just too much baloney out there. At the New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. Being informed is important, but being informed with the truth is essential. Visit thenewamerican.com for news you can trust.